Hello, welcome back to 1874, the podcast that brings you the definitive word on Aston Villa Football Club every single week. Really special episode this week. We're joined by former Villa left back Freddie Boomer. Really, really insightful interview. So make sure you listen all the way through to that. But to start off, let's bring in Greg. Greg, great interview with Freddie, wasn't it? Yeah, fantastic. I mean, a guy I've been trying to get hold of for so long. So great that he's come on to the 1874 podcast and, and talked in, in such at such length and in such depth about his time at Villa. And I mean, just the biggest takeaway is just how much he absolutely loved it at Villa, didn't, isn't it, Dan? I mean, yeah. you know, for, for, for the fans listening to it, they're just going to be, um, you know, obviously they love him already, but I think they're going to um, love him even more after this. It, it was just a brilliant interview. Yeah, I feel like I'd forgotten a little bit about some of the after trauma he had with the injury, like kept picking up injuries. So it's really interesting to hear about that. And and the way he left, actually, and the way the club looked after him, it's stuff that people might might not know. So let's get straight into it. Let, let's hear from Freddie Boomer about his life in Claret and Blue. Hi, Freddie. Welcome to 1874. Absolute pleasure to have you on. Looking forward to going over your time at Villa and everything else in your career as well. But first, how are you? How have the last few months been for you? First of all, Dan, thanks for having me. Um, yeah, the, the the last couple of months were not so easy, just like any, everyone else, of course, uh, through uh, the coronavirus. And uh, that was for eight weeks. In the end, my wife is happy that we train again now, uh, that, that, that I'm out of the house again. But mm, no, things are going really fine now. Before I moved to Villa at 2005, yeah, I was playing at the first team of PSV, and we had a we had a run of uh, five years from 2000 until 2005. I think we became three times champions of the league. After my time at uh, Villa, I went back to PSV. So yeah, I started there when I was 12 at PSV, and now I will turn 42 next week. And I'm still there. When you joined Villa then, obviously you had that brilliant season at PSV. There must have been a lot of interest in you at that point. I think Liverpool were interested maybe in you. Is that right? My agent um, yeah, told me yeah, there was some interest, Germany and England. He didn't say at that time which clubs uh, they were. But from when I was a young kid already, I always watched uh, Match of the Day, BBC. So my preference was the <laughs> the Premier League to go to England. He came with uh, yeah with with Aston Villa, and I had a, a little thought about it. Spoke about it with my wife, and next thing I know, David O'Leary was in Ireland. So we had a chat at a hotel. PSV didn't know at that time, <laughs> and uh, I you naughty uh, boy. Yeah, I had to, <laughs> I, I, I had to make a decision. So, in the end, I think it was really one or two days before the deadline, I left. Uh, I remember I was playing a game with, I was away with a national team, and then I had to flew, uh, fly over to have my medical. So after the medical, I had to go back to Ireland and play, I don't know, against which country. But yeah, it was in the blink of an eye, uh, I, w- I was a player of Aston Villa and uh, I was proud of it because, yeah, 
I I knew the history. Uh, yeah, it's still a big club, and I loved. Uh, I still love the, the colors, you know, the cloud and blue. Yeah, I'm proud to that I uh, have wear. Yeah, that shirt. So it was a difficult first season at Villa. It was it was a bit of a struggle to be honest. We were we were down near the bottom for a long time. When you're joining a, a struggling side, Freddie, how difficult is it to settle in coming in from abroad? Believe me, oh my God, I'll <laughs> never forget the the first uh, my first game on a Monday night, West Ham away, four nil. We lost four nil. Yeah. So my wife was still in Holland, and she phoned me after the match. She said, "What have you done?" <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so I said to her don't worry don't worry everything will be okay but in the back of my mind I was thinking okay welcome to the Premier League you were living in a hotel for, for a while as well weren't yeah. you? you you obviously you, you waiting to move into a house and whatnot how, how difficult is it to, to get yourself right whilst you're living away you, from your family you're living in a hotel how, how tough is that it wasn't the the great start. To be fair, everyone at the hotel, nah, it was like uh, after two weeks, it was like my home. So yeah. uh, things that were on the, they weren't on the menu, they they cooked for me. So uh, yeah, and they really made me feel home. So uh, I don't know if the new Hall Hotel is still there, but yeah, um, I got married yeah. there. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. lovely place. Lovely place. No, nothing but good memories. And uh, yeah, I was already 27 when I came over. So I was already a bit matured. But if you're a younger player and you're only um, in a hotel, it's, yeah, it's not nice. Let me put it that way. Do you remember the Middlesbrough game quite early on as well? That that was a difficult game as well, wasn't it? Yeah, Middlesbrough. Uh, yeah, Yakubu up front. He scored a couple of goals and yeah, it, it, the first season, it was quite hard. Uh, in the end, of course, uh, I think, yeah, what you mentioned, we we end up 16th, I think. Yeah, we just survived relegation. Yeah, we just survived. So, yeah, it was, that's not, you don't play fully free because you're still in the back of your mind thinking of, uh, of uh, relegation and if if there's something you don't want is to be uh, get relegated because Aston Villa come on we spoke to Martin Larson at the start of lockdown and he wasn't very complimentary about David O'Leary what what was he like if you underperformed or you, or you had a bad game and what was your relationship like with him every word Martin said is true yeah. so <laughs> <laughs> let me put it that way <laughs> Can you go into any more detail, Freddie? Just so we know. I mean, we we wouldn't know, obviously, as as um, nah, outsiders. <laughs> he, he he signed me, and I can tell you one thing: face to face, he's really a gentleman. I think uh, when you see when he's on the telly, and he yeah, you know, you think oh, he's a good man, and maybe he is a good man. But once I've signed the contract. And I was in Birmingham, he totally changed. So in the end, um, yeah, uh, yeah, maybe um, maybe it's good that, that he left at uh, the end of that season. 
yeah, I think I think the fans had turned. I think that he wasn't it wasn't very popular with the Villa fans at all. There were some quite neg- negative guys where the fans were chanting against him. And I, I think when he left, I, I don't think there was any other decision to be made. To be honest, no. because it, it's difficult, isn't it, when it gets to that point when the fans have turned? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And 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 at one stage, yeah, in in the squad, there were too many players who were unhappy with him. It's not that I would say, oh no, he. He had to go, but I wasn't uh, sad about it. What was it that, that would upset the players with, with David? Was it just the way that just the way he, t- he spoke to them, or the way the act, that he acted? Or I, I can only say something about myself. Other players, not. But when I spoke to him when he came over to Holland, I was I was playing for Holland as a centre back and left full back. So I told him. You know what my favorite position is? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, centre back. But uh, I want to. When when you sign for Villa, you will be the the left fullback. Uh, in the end, if you yeah, if you perform, obviously. And um, but but there will be matches that you will play as a centre <laughs> centre back. I said okay. He never spoke about that anymore. <laughs> really? Wow. So, yeah, let me put it that way. There were some promises, and in the end, he couldn't make up for them. And if he, is, if he was right not to play me there, maybe he was, but yeah, nevertheless. So, David O'Leary left, which I'm imagining you, you weren't upset about from what you've said, and Martin O'Neill came in but I remember you didn't actually establish yourself straight away under under Martin O'Neill and I, I don't know whether you remember this game but I remember it in early January 2007 it was Villa nil Chelsea nil and I remember you had an, you had a great game and that was when the fans really started to warm to you I remember on that game I can't remember who would have been injured or out but you were on set pieces and you were whipping in some great corners yeah. and, and you never really looked back from that game if I remember rightly no, that's true. It was uh, when Martin came in. If you look back, he came in and a lot of not his, uh, his signings has to left the club. Yeah. And believe me, I was one of them he wanted to get out as well. Oh, really? I had to wait uh, to get my chance. And that was, I think, four or five months. That was that game against yeah. uh, Chelsea. Because in the beginning, I was traveling with the squad, but I wasn't... In the actual squad, I was on the stands. Uh, I had to play uh, on a a Wednesday afternoon at 12 o'clock with uh, the under-20s or I don't know what it was. Well, I I did my thing. I uh, I worked hard. I did everything to get one chance. And in the end, I got my chance. And the rest is history. From that day on, there was something uh, that that changed uh, Martin's uh, um, thought about me because yeah, uh, if you look further, I had uh, from then I had an eighteen month spell that was really good, really really good. Yeah, you you played really well. Yeah, and then we were already negotiating about uh, a new deal. I got injured in uh, July two thousand and eight. Yeah. And the deal wasn't signed uh, yet, so if the, if they wanted to, then uh, I was already a free man in two thousand and eight. But he he said to me, "No, Freddie, that was already the case before you got injured." And yeah, 
that yeah. was really good because otherwise I think I could never play football again. Her- horrific yeah. injury. We'll come on to your injury later mm-hmm. on the podcast, Freddie. Just wanted okay. to ask you a bit more about Martin O'Neill because as you say, he didn't really fancy you an- no. initially, but then you, you got mm-hmm. in the team and you never looked back. As you say, yeah. and he, ga- he gave you the number three shirt in the in the summer of two thousand and seven. Does stuff like yeah. that make a difference? Like the fact that he's changed your number from sixteen to three, and he's making sure you're the, you're the number one left back. Everyone knows that. Does a change of shirt number really make a difference to you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the beginning, you know, um, um, Jay Lloyd was wearing that, and yeah. he was the man for. Uh, yeah, a couple of years over there, and he, he, when he was playing, he he did really well. So, I I had to prove I was better than him, and yeah, in the end, Martin uh, thought that I was better. Yeah, he gave me the confidence that I had the number three shirt, and yeah, since then, I still have the three on my arm tatted. So, oh, uh, really? yeah, 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 yeah. That's uh, yeah, that's a number that means a lot to me. Did you get that tattoo after you got that number at Villa? Yeah, yeah, because at yeah. PSV I was number five. You formed a great relationship with Ashley Young down the left flank and we've asked everyone who's played with him how good was he at that time. But but for you, what was it like playing behind him as a defender? Because he had a lot of freedom on that left-hand side, didn't he? Yeah, he had a lot of freedom because I was behind him. But um, <laughs> <laughs> no, we worked really good together. But yeah, he, yeah, he, was, he, he helped me a lot as well. So he was he was defending, he was attacking, he was scoring, he was yeah bringing crosses in. So yeah, it's it's no surprise for me that he he has the career yeah he's living now. He's a fullback himself as well now, isn't yeah. he? Yeah, 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 yeah. He, he learned a lot. <laughs> <laughs> did, 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 I mean, with, without sort of blowing your own trumpet, uh, Freddie, did, uh, did did the support that you gave him help him flourish then? Because, I mean, you know, you were probably one of the unsung heroes of the team, whereas him with all his you know, sexy skills and, and, and yeah. goals and assists got all the headlines. I knew I was uh, uh, really important for the team. When the fans are chanting my name, um, when I heard always, boomer, boomer, still here yeah. today still till this day and then the manager tells me i'm doing a fine job and the most important thing for me is that my teammates appreciate me and they were they were doing that so yeah i was having the time of my life who were the jokers in in the dressing room the joker really who was really a joker when i first came in 2005 was hendry lee <laughs> <laughs> hendry of course but later on we could all get along with each other and there were jokes all the time. You got any funny stories from, from the dressing room? Any Anything that, that stands out to you or that you remember, Freda? Uh, enough, but I couldn't. I can't share them. <laughs> all, all, all secret, very diplomatic. Yeah, yeah. You scored your first goal in that 2007-2008 season. It was actually yeah. with your right foot, wasn't it, in, in front of the Holt end? How did that feel to score in front of the, in front of the Holt? Yeah, it was an unbelievable <laughs> feeling, of course. Uh, especially, I think we were one 0 losing, and it was yeah, we were, just yeah. it was just after half time. So it was the equaliser, I think. Yeah, it and was. in the end, we were winning. We won four one in the end. Yeah, if yeah. I'm not mistaken. Yeah, true. But the funny thing about it, I've heard, uh, I heard later, was I think 
Shay Given got uh, he he got injured yeah, when when that happened. So because it wasn't my best shot with my right foot, but hey, I don't know how it went in, but it went in and it counted. So I was a happy man. And in front of the whole end, of course, um, yeah. Now that we talk about it, yeah, the noise of Villa Park is is something that I will always cherish. So you had that great season. That, that season, so many games that you've spoken of that, that were great games, were great times. And then I imagine you're in really high spirits going into the summer and we, we've touched on the injury a little bit already, but did you realise how bad your injury was going to be at the time? Do you know straight away when you get an injury like that, that it's bad? Uh, I, I knew it was really bad because I was in so, so much pain. I thought it's really strange, but... I had really, really strange thoughts when I was uh, in the ambulance. I was thinking, just let me die. Because I was, really? it, it, took, it took to the hospital, I think it was 20, 25 minutes before my foot. They could, uh, because it was dislocated and they couldn't get it back on the pitch. And not, uh, so it was at the hospital with two or three men that they could bring my feet back. And, um, yeah, they told me, yeah, you will play again. But I was thinking, okay, if um, if I play again, that will be, uh, I asked them uh, how long it's going to take. And they told me it's only going to take six months. And I thought, six months? I thought, okay, that's good. So six months became nine months. Nine months became a year. And I thought, no way. This is not going to happen to me. That that I've played my last game uh, into Toto against uh, a Danish side. No, but yeah, but in the end, unfortunately, it was. I had two years rehab. Luckily, still till this day, I'm thankful to Aston Villa that they give me a new deal and that I could do my rehab. But in the back of my mind, yeah, uh, I was. I was sure of it that I had two more years in me, and I yeah, I showed that in Holland. So um, and came back to uh, the national team of Holland. But in the end, it wasn't for me to uh, have another year at Villa because yeah, I would love to have that, but no hard feelings. I'm glad that I uh, had continued my uh, career. Thanks to Villa. Those times, Freddie, must have been so hard for you. you must have been really low. And w- w- just explain the dark times. I mean, did you ever even have to like seek professional help from from a counselor or anything just to keep your head clear? I had a little bit of help uh, in my in my first year. So when I came in two thousand and five, it wasn't the easiest start. What I mentioned already. So Villa helped me a lot, and they really made me fe- feel at home. But I wasn't uh, the player that I knew I could be. So I was angry at myself. And yeah, somebody helped me with that. So uh, I became uh, a better player later on. So for a lot of players, they are afraid to tell anyone uh, that they maybe search for a little bit help outside the football world. But it's it's not... You know, it's uh, you don't have to. It's not a shame if if someone can help you with with things. It's it's uh, it's only yeah, it will help you. So, and I think now later on, more players open up with it as well. Did Martin O'Neill still make you feel a part of things while you were out injured, Freddie? 
because obviously you had the you had the you had the new contract as well. But Villa had to, had to sign left back, so a few left backs came into the club while you were injured. <laughs> yeah. How how does that feel when you're seeing other people come in in your position and you're injured? You don't want to see that, but you. I wasn't available, so that's the thing that's going to happen. And but he, I was part of the team as well, and and, and my teammates as well. Uh, when we when we went somewhere, I was always with them. And to be fair, I think they made the decision not to give me another year, only uh, just before I left. So they waited a long time for me. So it just took too long to get fit. And what I said before, no hard feelings. And we we made it to the to the final in 2010, yeah, early 2010, and uh, I was training with them i was uh, i did everything in them with them i was already involved i think i was match fit but i hadn't played for over a year in in the premier league so yeah that's that's hard then to to get into the to the squad again but no i was involved with everything and um yeah we we stayed somewhere in London and I was with the team. I trained with them before the match and in the end I was at the stands at Wembley and uh, <laughs> that was not so so nice. But yeah, that's those things happen. But I, one thing about the the two years was that I got mentally much stronger and that helped me further in 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 everything in life, not only on the on the pitch. Sometimes bad things happen. And then, yeah, good things will show up later on again. A lot of supporters feel that if you'd have stayed fit in that in the season where you got injured, where Villa came so close to getting into the Champions League, that that Villa would have actually made it into the Champions League. I mean, it must have been really hard for you that season watching not only your career slide away slightly, but also the teams. Yeah, yeah, it was really hard. I was every home game. I was at Villa Park and. And yeah, you think to yourself, oh, how long is going to take? Oh, okay, maybe a couple of months and then I'll be back on the pitch. And then you see what's happening with the team. We, yeah, we had a really good run, but in the end, we just couldn't uh, get there where we want. And yeah, that's, that's hard. I always think we were just not good enough. And that's really hard, but that's the truth. That's the truth. You've spoken about training with the with the first team, so you got back to fitness to, to train. Did you ever come yeah. close to close to being named back in a match day squad, Freddie? Did was it ever close or something that you and Martin O'Neill discussed? Yeah, I came I, I came close, and then in a in a training session, I got another yeah stupid injury. Uh, I made a tackle, and somebody fell on my uh, on my foot, and my my big toe did something strange they call it a turf toe and that that took me a couple of months as well so it wasn't meant to be <laughs> you ended up going back to, to PSV where you where you'd enjoyed such good times was that really the only place you were going to go after Villa in my mind I only wanted to play in England for Villa but I was a bit stubborn because I could stay in the same place same home kids could go to the same school only if i had to go on trial at west brom but i didn't 
I said, you can say, <laughs> if you want me, Good decision. I'm fit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but it wasn't that, that bad if, if it was blues. So, no, that's true. <laughs> you know, um, but yeah, no, I was, with my mind, I was only at Aston Villa and, and West Bromwich was as well Premier League and maybe it's good that I didn't do that. Yeah, you might, might have had to play against Villa, which I imagine you, you wouldn't have liked. That wasn't good for me. You know, no. a lot of uh, players from Aston Villa, they played for, for Blues and, and, and West Bromwich. And afterwards they say, yeah, it was always uh, a Blues. Then I think, yeah, whatever. Yeah. But anyway, <laughs> um, I don't want to talk about them. But what we didn't talk about was as well what was always oh, so nice uh, feeling when we played against Birmingham City. Oh, yeah, the 5-1. Yeah, but but the away, especially the the hostile uh, atmosphere, that gave me a a boost, you know. And really? as long as I can remember, we yeah we always won. So oh, that was such a great feeling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've 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 continued to beat them since as well, which is which is always nice because because you get obviously you're talking about playing in those games, those intense games, Villa obviously means so much to you. I can tell by the way you speak and that Villa really means a lot to you. And you had to say goodbye in front of the whole end, didn't you, in, in May 2010? I remember being, yeah, being at that yeah, game. Yeah. And I think you were due to say something on the microphone, weren't you, to the Villa fans, but you, you didn't end up no, doing it. No, I couldn't. It. No, too emotional. Yeah, yeah. Why did Villa mean so much to you? Because, yeah, uh, I, I had a really, really good time over there. And what I'll mention already uh, was a, a part in my life, uh, five years that I was over there, they helped me really a lot. Uh, the, the fans appreciated me. Um, I felt the love from, from, from the people uh, when I went um, to the city center just uh, to, to get something. And I was with my family and, and, and people came over and they were talking to you. and. Uh, even th simple things, uh, I, I really enjoyed it over there. I wasn't ready to go, but such things happen in football and uh, wasn't how I thought it should end. Just finally uh, from us, after everything that you, you've been through in your career, what advice would you give to yourself just if you had your time again? I, I know it's a, a strange sort of question, but is there anything you'd change, any regrets? I mean, what advice would you give? One advice is what... Uh, Experience, all the experienced players always told me when I was younger was uh, enjoy it to the fullest because before you know, it's over. And enjoy of every moment you're on the pitch. And when you're younger, you don't think about it that much. But now I'm getting older, a little bit older. <laughs> and then you think back and, and you think, oh my God, he was right. But now I'm the old one who's going to say that to the younger ones. But yeah, that's one thing. Uh, you're always enjoying it and, and, and you see what's happening. But sometimes you take it for granted. Let me put it that way. It's been absolutely brilliant to talk to you. I've been sat here with a smile on my face the whole way <laughs> through. And just the way you're talking about Villa and you're, in, you're yeah. into your coaching career now, you never know. You might be back at Villa Park one day. Yeah, but that would be as an assistant. Not as a manager. Nah, no, but I, I'm, I'm really good with the players. I'm still, you know, one of the boys. 
And I yeah, think sure. I could I could be the bridge between the manager and and the players. Fingers crossed. Maybe one day we will see you <laughs> in in the dugout behind someone else at Villa Park. Thanks ever so much for joining <laughs> us today, Freddie. It's been absolutely brilliant. Thanks for having me.